You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! The three of us all want the same thing, to see the Flash dead. What makes you think you can stop him this time? Three against one. Ho, ho, ho. What do you say, speed freak? You want to roast chestnuts? Time for our on Christmas. Oh, yeah. This official Santa hates us. of the legendary flashing arrows of tomorrow where each week glenn and i sit down to discuss the dc double shot on the cw and glenn when we return from this mid-season break it will in fact be a true and legitimate triple shot yeah, because be. they announced yeah. they announced the return dates for the flash and the arrow flash <laughs> returns january 19th arrow returns january 20th and on January 21st, it's the Legends of Tomorrow. So three shows, sir. Yeah. It'll happen. We'll so we talk- have shows that do Monday through Thursday. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, and then when Better Call Saul comes back, we'll have shows that do Sunday through Thursday. Yeah, we're just going to pick one day at the end of the week. Like every Sunday, Glenn <laughs> and I will get together for a four-hour marathon recording session. We talk about a million shows. Uh. Oh my goodness, uh, so many shows. Uh, here's the thing, though. If Legends of Tomorrow sucks, we'll just not watch it. Uh, after, like, we'll give it we'll give it three episodes or something, and if it... I don't know if we can even do that. People will be like, oh, you can't do three, and then just stop. Uh, they'll start uh, connecting. I think we'll have to give it the old college try this full season. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, I don't think, is going to be 20-something episodes. I don't think, so... No, nah, it's probably going to be, like, ten. Yeah, I think it's going to extend to the end of The Flash and the Arrow uh, this season, so... Uh, I'm guessing that's the case. We'll find out. I don't know. Um, all right. So both episodes today, mid-season finales. So we're going to be taking a break for a few weeks, uh, and then we'll come back and do the triple shot. But uh, yeah, we should we should hop right into these as they. Uh, I, I guess they tie up the. I believe the final loose end needed to get uh, Legends of Tomorrow uh, off and running. So it's a uh, season two, episode nine of the Flash. Called Running to Stand Still. Uh, Weather Wizard is back, Glenn. Mark Martin. He shows up uh, at a uh, high security prison. What's the name of the prison in Central City called? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, something, something, something prison. It's not Iron Heights. No, it's not Iron Heights. It's some place where they send all the the really I can't remember. It's people. not a... Uh, oh, gosh. What's the one? It's a, that that one's in Louisiana where they send all the metahumans. Something, something like yeah, La. I don't remember what it's called. La Trusa. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, Weather Wizard breaks in. We haven't seen De him La in a Osa while. And uh... <laughs> it's something like that. 
Aaron would freak out if that's what it was indeed. Uh, <laughs> stored all the metahumans. Uh, so he breaks out Leonard Snart, the captain of cold. And uh, while he's at it, he also breaks out James Jesse, a.k.a. the trickster. Um, by the way, according to this uh, paragraph here on the Wikipedia, Glenn, it says they break them out of Iron Heights. So maybe it was Iron Heights. Um, and this is uh, Weather Wizard's uh, idea is that uh, three on one, well, that'll be enough to defeat the Flash. Did you see that other guy who kind of looked like the Flash? He beat the shit out of uh, Red Flash, and he looks weak. And maybe this is our chance uh, to pounce. Uh, however, Captain Cold declines, and in fact, not only does he decline to join in on this uh, team-up, he actually goes and warns Barry as a repayment for saving Lenny's sister uh, a few episodes back. Uh, when Officer Patty Spivet learns that the Weather Wizard is back in the city, she sets out to take revenge against him, because apparently... Mark Martin, the weather wizard, killed her father years prior to all of this. Uh, Jesse and Martin place bombs hidden in Christmas gifts throughout the city, threatening to set them off in family homes if Barry does not sacrifice himself. Harrison Wells, Cisco, and Jay Garrick find one of the bombs after it is uh, uh, and alter its magnetic polarity. They send it to through one of the dimensional breaches, which causes it to attract the remaining bombs, removing them from the city once and for all. And with them gone, Barry subdues Marden and Jesse. Patty arrives ready to kill Marden. But Barry, as the Flash, talks her down. Meanwhile, Joe West learns uh, from Iris that his ex-wife was pregnant and that she left, uh, and that when she left, uh, she now has a, a son named Wally. And uh, uh, Zoom uh, also visits with uh, Harrison Wells, and Wells agrees to help Zoom uh, steal the Flash's speed force for Zoom, and he learns that uh, Zoom is, in fact, trying to help Barry also uh, build up, because apparently he's no good to Barry in this thin or he's no he's no use to zoom all thin and skinny with barely any meat on his bones he's got to fatten up barry with extra speed force uh before he wants to take the power from him and uh at the end of the episode there's a big christmas get together at the west slash allen residence and wally west shows up uh at the end and is welcomed by joe and iris uh to presumably meet the rest of the gang uh, Glenn, what did you think of the episode? Uh, I actually kind of... Well, look, Mark Hamill's in it, so of course it was going to like Oh, it. yes. Um, he but no, was great. I, um, a lot of the uh, CW emotional things yeah. I thought landed pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because Jesse L. Martin's very good at his oh, job. Oh my god, yes, the scene where he learns about having the sun hold well not even just that but whenever he gives barry allen you know the watch yeah the watch oh my goodness and even just the way he was with uh when wallace you know shows up when wally west shows up like it was if you're gonna do cw things you better have an actor to make it work (laughs) because when you don't it just becomes really uh really cheesy yeah but no i mean i i really like this episode um 
feel like the only thing that was holding me back from really loving it is I just don't like the guy who plays Weather Wizard. Yeah, I could I could take him or leave him. I don't really care. find him really charismatic or anything. No, no. no. So th- that's really the only thing holding me from giving it like a super high score. He's just as bad as uh, Mr. Heat Miser, whatever Captain Cold's friend is. He's, oh, Heat Wave. Uh, yeah, he's he's pretty horrible as well. Yeah, and Snart wasn't too bad this episode. Where the I fuck mean, is Heat Wave? So is it established that Heat Wave is just out there still somewhere? Because uh, is is Heat. Is uh is the Heatwave guy is he on Legends of Tomorrow as well or is he not? Yes, he yes, is. he okay. is. I'm sure that's what they'll talk about in the Flash episode. Yeah, because that, that's coming up. Yeah, I don't know where he. I, yeah, I don't know where he was. Um, and even Barry Allen scene, you know, talking through the glass. I was really dreading that the speaker was going to be on, and he'd be like, "Oh, thanks, Barry. Have fun at your Christmas party." Like, oh, I was really hoping they were going to do something that lame, uh, but they didn't. They did not. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was good. It was it was a really solid episode. I didn't love it, but I I thought it was very good. There was a lot of Jay Garrick trolling Caitlin Snow in this episode. Yeah. Oh, what's Christmas? And she's like. Well, it's a holiday where we put up a tree in honor of a two thousand year old baby, uh, and but he's like, we have. Then we later on murdered. Cisco's <laughs> yeah. like that. That's how you're gonna sum up Christmas. Yeah, that's uh, the story you're going with. <laughs> uh, the uh, and he's like, oh, what's a uh, what's mistletoe and like, oh, what's this? And he's just constantly tr- and she's a idiot who keeps falling for this. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the best part is Cisco is. Cisco was great in this episode because he just said what everybody was always thinking. Just, fuck, just would you kiss her already? This is painful. I believe he actually said this is painful. Or he had a pretty good line. He said something, bitch, and it. I laughed pretty. Oh, about the magnets. Yeah, magnets, magnets, bitch. That's what I chuckled yeah. mostly because of you know ICP and you know magnets. How do they work? How do they but, work? But, uh... That was. Uh, that's mostly why I chuckled. But yeah. It... <laughs> Uh, a favorite, uh, a favorite line is when, uh, they, uh, I can't remember if it's Wells or Garrick makes a Godfather reference. Oh, and, yeah, it's and like, and Cisco's like, your universe has the Godfather. And, and I think it's Wells who's like, every universe has the Godfather veto. Something along those lines. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Um. Yeah, and uh, and Joe West, of course. Yeah, he's still. I love the scene with the watch. I forgot about it until you mentioned it just now. But he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be." And Barry's like, "You're gonna be a father. That's so awesome." And he's like, you know, gives him the watch because he's like, "I always said I'd give this watch to my son." Letting Barry know, like, look, I know I just found out I have a like a biological son, but I raised you. You're my son. Yeah, I'm giving you this watch because you're my son. Oh, so awesome. Just the looks on his face. And he wasn't like sobbing, bawling his eyes out when he found out that he had a son. Uh, he didn't quite take it to that extreme. It was a yeah, little he was more subtle. Res- it was more reserved and subtle, but oh my God, it was so great. He's awesome. It's <clears throat> uh, kind of how Stallone is in Creed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stallone does subtle. Yeah, I, wow, I know. I didn't know Sly could do subtle. <laughs> it was, uh, um, if you've seen if you've seen him cry in the other Rocky movies or whatever, it's it's not as subtle in, uh, in those movies. So no, the no. sadness. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I I thought it was a. I, I I guess I don't know. How do you feel about the the Patty uh, Weather Wizard thing? It, it felt like they 
that was maybe like a shoehorned thing to kind of give her something to do in the episode. Like, oh, all of a sudden, weather because this weather wizard guy does not look like a very old man, and it's like years ago he killed her father, and it was probably, he was probably just some punk kid. Yeah, it's like was he twelve when this happened? Like, yeah, he doesn't I mean, look it like... was. I mean, I know they talk about how him and his brother have been criminals for a long ah, time since just... they were kids, so it was probably something like that. Yeah, that was kind of. That was a lame part, but I thought the payoff was okay at the end. Yeah, when he talks her down. Yeah, yeah. When she oh my God. shot him in the leg. It's like, let's, yeah, and let's. I really thought she was going to shoot him in the face. I really thought that's what was going to happen. I was kind of surprised. Let's talk about Mark Hamill. Uh, because yeah. he stole all the scenes that he was in. <laughs> yeah. Even that, even that last scene, because he's all tied up against the lamppost. Yeah. And Flash talks her down from killing him, and he's like, that was beautiful. Like, that was so awesome. <laughs> like, he is playing the fucking Joker from the animated series, essentially, but he's playing it on this show. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, it is great. I, whoever the casting director was who thought about doing this, or whoever thought of introducing him, and this would be their way of getting Mark Hamill, is oh my god, yeah. genius. Brilliance. Uh, it's Yeah, he's... He's so great. He even did the freaking Joker TV announcements from the animated series. Like, that was <laughs> the best thing. <laughs> um, so, the I because obviously we, we talked about it when he first appeared, when they brought him back the first time as the trickster, because he played the trickster in the, I think it's the 1994 Flash TV show. I want to say it was 94. Maybe it was a little before that. I don't know. Uh, have you ever seen any of that? Like, I'm wondering if he's playing the character like he played it in that show, or if this is now more of the, like, the Joker kind of dripping into it a little bit. Because I don't know, I've not seen him, I've not seen clips from, like, his original uh, performances or whatever. Or maybe it was only one episode, I don't know, um, from the original live-action Flash show. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to if he's poured more of the Joker into it, or if it was kind of always there. Uh, I do know that the hair is very similar. He had like the crazy wacky hair mm-hmm. in the '90s show as well. But um, gosh, he was great. And the scenes that he did with—he just completely outclassed Weather Wizard. And uh, and even though uh, Captain Cold has grown on me uh, over time, because boy, did I fucking hate that character at first. Yeah, I thought. I mean. I think they used the snart and the trickster contrast really well. The problem was is you're having two very different types of extroverted personalities. Yeah. And so those, you know, it's a nice little contrast between one another. But with Weather Wizard kind of trying to be in the middle, but he's not. Yeah, he was it like just, a... It seemed uneven. There wasn't... It kind of ruined the balance. Yeah, he was definitely like a third wheel on a bicycle. It was just yeah. left in a corner somewhere. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he was great. I mean, it was a total cartoon character. But that's <laughs> it was what awesome. It. Yeah. yeah. He's just, don't open it until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I like, but, he, and he, but the funny thing is, is he doesn't fully go there. He, it's a little bit deeper than yeah. his regular. And he doesn't do the laugh, which is nice. I, you know, I know he really respects, you know, that character a lot. So it, it's mm-hmm. kind of like he... He's willing to kind of tease us as a fans, but he he yeah. won't. You know, he reserves that for very special occasions. Yeah, he dances on the line a little bit, but yeah. and then it's all of it is much appreciated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could show up as often as they want him to show up. Yeah, I every yeah. at least four or five times a season would be great. Wouldn't get old. 
uh, ratings took a, a a bit of a, a nudge downward from from last week, which is weird because this is the the cliffhanging episode for the. I mean, they didn't really do a, a cliff. I mean, I guess they kind of did a little bit where they oh Harrison Wells is going to be evil again, and uh, Wally West showing up. You know, we're all very cool. Uh, but, but there was closures. It was more like closing and opening to a new chapter, I guess. Yeah. But it didn't feel like, oh, my God. I mean, they, they basically, the the two-parter bumped up ratings a lot. And this this is not like, oh, what a dramatic fall. It basically went back down to what they normally do, which is about 3.5 million. Uh, so a score for this episode, sir. Um, Like a four and a quarter. I mean... Uh, Either a very weak four and a half, or but a very strong four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have a four. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah, I, I felt like a strong four. Uh, I liked it. There was a there was really nothing that I was like, uh, fuck this. Uh, and you're right, they did the CWE stuff, and it was done pretty well. I guess you know the only stuff that it kind of, I guess I normally would have normally shrugged or rolled my eyes at is the, the Caitlin Jay Garrick stuff, but Cisco was there rolling his eyes for us. And I'm like, Oh, well that's good. At least they're yeah, they, self-aware they, a little bit. Yeah. Like they, uh, they were aware of what they're doing. Get it over with. This is fun. Yay. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't quite uh, that level of snark, but uh, it was in there and appreciate it. Uh, all right, so let's. Yeah, uh, it was it was a it was a good way of like an episode. Like, oh fuck, we don't have Cisco to do anything, so we'll just have Cisco be the audience. Mm. And that was you know that was well handled. Uh, so let's wrap this up by talking season four, episode nine of Arrow, called Dark Waters. Yay! Every now and then, humanity needs a reset, a do over. That time has come. We're at war. I'm not gonna let the darkness win. You fight it with light. The best way to teach someone a lesson isn't to punish them. As long as they're alive, you have something to fight for. That is what I am taking away from you. campaign starts an initiative to clean up star city bay uh damien dark sends a drone because it's 2015 ladies and gentlemen and drones are a thing to the bay that begins shooting up people citizens helping uh all sorts of uh all sorts of innocents are being hurt uh several people are injured in response oliver and his team decide to call out damien dark as the leader of the ghosts and hive live on the television glenn uh, in retaliation, Damien Dark crashes Oliver's campaign holiday party, kidnaps Diggle, Felicity, and Thea. After failing to get any information from Dark's soldiers, Oliver makes contact and agrees to exchange himself for them. Damien tricks Oliver, however, because he's a bad guy and attempts to kill all of them in front of him. Malcolm Merlin, however, shows up with Laurel. Malcolm is in Ollie's Green Arrow getup. And they essentially rescue everyone. Malcolm gets into a fight with Damien Dark and is uh, basically only survives because Oliver shows up at the last second to kind of tackle him. And 
it looks like they've killed Damien Dark, but because he's a Sith Lord, uh, <laughs> he's not dead. Um, after all of this, uh, there's a tree lighting ceremony at the Star City Bay, and Oliver finally proposes to Felicity, who accepts. And as they leave, Damien Dark sends men after Oliver again. And while Little Drummer Boy is playing in the background, like gangland style, these dudes shoot the fuck out of their limo. I'll... And their driver. And the driver. <laughs> Holy shit, the driver. He gets yeah. blown away. It's uh, like uh, Denzel Washington training day or, speaking of the Godfather, James Conn level of shoot him up at a toll booth. Like, it was... <laughs> Straight up murder. Holy shit. Uh, and Oliver barely gets into the driver's seat uh, and gets away. And he goes to the back and pulls out Felicity's body. She's bleeding from the mouth. She's obviously been shot several times. Uh, you saw her get shot also. Oh, yes. Uh, and shows and, the blood coming out from the seat. I was like, oh, shit. And in flashbacks, literally nothing of importance happened. We get robbed. The end. <laughs> we th- okay, I don't know if I just fast forward it, but you see a shark swimming behind him, right? Oh yes, there we don't ever see him get bit. It just he comes up and he's like, "Oh, I guess he didn't like what he tasted." See, yeah, the CG budget for that just extended to them showing the shark. I was really excited for a second. I was like, "Oh man, could this be a second sighting of, of King, King shark? shark?" Oh or... my god, yeah. For a second, I'm like, "A shark." Is this a four-star episode? Or, four <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, uh, <laughs> or you know, maybe if they hinted, like, oh, the shark took a bite, then Aquaman made him come back or something, you know, something yeah, like that. It was saved cool, by but... some guy with a fork. Yeah. yeah. Big fork on a stick. He uh, looked like that guy from Game of Thrones. You ever watch that show? Uh, <laughs> that would have been a great ending, but no, none of that happened. Um, before, we, uh, before we talk about this episode, uh, our speculation... Uh, over the ratings from last week did in fact prove to be true because we talked about uh, Legends of uh, whatever it is, Legends of Today, the Flash episode of the mm-hmm. first of the two-parter was the biggest uh, rated episode that season for the Flash. And we're like, huh, I wonder if it'll do the same for Arrow. It in fact did easily the highest rated episode of the Arrow all season. It did 3.6 million viewers, uh, which is the highest rated episode easily this season. Um, so yeah, there is that. I have a feeling the rating will probably dip back down to what they normally do, which is high twos, um, somewhere along those lines. Uh, so what did you think of Dark Waters, Glenn? I mean, it was okay. Yeah, same. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't bad. I chuckled a few times, you know, it's like what Aaron said, you know, at least Felicity's mom's back and Uh, and I mean, her scenes were funny. I I enjoyed her. Oh, yeah. You know, especially when Felicity first (laughs) started making out with Quentin. That was pretty funny. uh, No, I mean, it was just, I mean, I think we've all been rooting for Felicity to die. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, oh, man, this this would be pretty gruesome for her to die in a gas chamber. You know, since she's also Jewish, like, that's really fucked up. Yeah, really fucked up. But I was like, man... I also don't want to lose Diggle in this moment. Can we please find a way to get him out of there? Can we find out he's a superhero or a metahuman and his lungs didn't take in the gas? But man, that was like... That was really eerie without them probably even thinking about it. The whole episode, they keep hitting about her Jewish faith and then they throw throw her in a gas Gas chamber chamber. at the end. And Dark does not hide it. He's like... 
Uh, he's like, you want to know one good thing about the Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, they really perfected the gas chamber. I'm like, holy shit. You were a villain, Damien Dark. He's like, look, they weren't great people, but uh, boy, they knew their gas chambers. Uh, fucking ludicrous. Um, <laughs> but uh, here's the thing with uh, Felicity. And then he goes back to his family at the end. Oh, yes. And boy, you can bet your ass that that's going to be... Uh, I, as soon as I saw that, it's like, boy, that's going to be used against him. Like, things are going to get ugly after all yeah. of this. Uh, here's the thing with uh, with Felicity. I know people have been rooting for her to die. Look, and she has not been written particularly well, which is a shame because I actually thought her and I'll like if you forget all the weirdness and stuff that they've done with this, how they've kind of fashioned this relationship between them. If you kind of forget about all of those things, like if this is the first episode of the of Arrow that you've ever seen, uh, the stuff they did in this episode kind of worked. I was yeah, they had really good chemistry. Yeah, I was kind of okay with it in the the when he proposed to her at the end and all of that stuff, and you know when she gets shot up at the end, it's like all oh, this all of this works so well. It's a shame that just an episode ago she was willing to leave Oliver over, uh, you know, him not telling her about a very, very him different not telling episode. her within the last three hours that he finally yes, he officially a, found out he has a son. Yeah, about like, uh, and the mother didn't want anybody to know about it. Like, yeah, it's like an extremely difficult situation that you think any other person would have been able. Which to... Which is a nice contrast to the way they handled it with Jesse L. Martin and the Flash this last episode. Yeah, they handled that great. Yeah, you know, he wasn't pissed off at Iris. Yeah. She's like, I've known for a few weeks. I'm so sorry. And he didn't like, I disown you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like, I just need some time to. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. It was great. Uh, The opposite of what they did with Felicity and Oliver. You don't trust me. Yeah. And uh, otherwise that would have worked. I mean, because it worked in this episode. But unfortunately, the. The character has that history where it's like, you know, I feel bad. You you kind of feel bad for Oliver because he cares for her, but you're still a little confused as to why he cares so much when she seems a little unstable at times. Uh, she cares so much because the fans wanted him to for so long. They teased it too long. Oh, that's, yes. And that's the problem with I it. Mean, I mean, I liked everything. I liked the, the talks about their relationship and, like, you know, because, like, why you were going to propose to me then? Why don't you propose to me now? And he's like, well, we we were living a normal life and now we're back to this dangerous life. And, you know, it was like the, you know, the same superhero relationship talk you ever hear. It's like, well, you know, I know what I'm getting into and I still care about you and I want to be in this relationship with you. I know what I'm getting myself into. That's not stopping me. Like all of that stuff was great. They delivered on all of those things. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, the gas chamber thing was, a little weird. Kind of, <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I don't know, man. They went, they went somewhere. Do you know <laughs> what the, do you know what the thing is at the end when Damien dark is still alive and all those people are with him and they go into, uh, some gigantic underground cornfield. I'm uh, assuming it's some kind of bunker. He wants to bomb the planet. Yeah. Th- it's gotta be, I-, I was wondering if there was any ties to the comics because they showed this thing like, this is something everybody should know about. If you know about the comics, you'll freak out about this giant underground cornfield. And uh, I was just like, I don't know what it, like, I knew like when, when Wally West showed up, like, oh, that's a big deal. That's fucking Wally West. Even my 12 year old, I'm like, when he, when he walked in the door, he's like, I am Wally, 
uh, Wally West, and I look at her and she goes, that's Kid Flash. And I'm like, you know fucking who Wally West is? Uh, so, like, even that stuff came across as, like, a big uh, thing that people who are vaguely familiar with the material should know something about. I didn't know what this was supposed to be, and they, they kind of treated it like this is a big deal. Yeah, the only thing I could think of is, like, like how Superman kind of has that in his fort, you know, the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. And uh, he has that one gigantic room that's like a simulation thing. Uh, which, again, uh, that's more a part of, like, Star Labs. Yeah. So, um, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, outside of that, that's the only thing I know. Um, I also... I don't know how I feel about the, um, the. I mean, I don't, maybe it's been there the whole time with Damian Dark, but I kind of didn't like the scene where Oliver's like, "Hey, wait a minute, you, you lied to me. You said you were gonna let them go. I traded myself for them. Just let them go." And then he has this weird, uh, thing like where Oliver's like, "Look, if you kill them, you don't have any hold over me," and he's like, "No, that's where you're wrong." He's like, because if they're alive, then you have something to fight for, and I need to get rid of that. And it's like, no, that's really not how it works. Like, you don't have any hold over him if you kill the people he cares about. Then he has nothing left to lose, you fucking idiot. And then he's just like, I'm doing this because I'm the bad guy. And, like, that all felt weird to me. Like, he hasn't felt like that character up until now. Yeah, the only way I would be okay with it if they went longer and had like an establishing scene about how desperate he is maybe yeah i mean there was nothing like that uh i mean aurora aurora and i just talked about um uh the episode on jessica jones where uh kilgrave shows jessica like the video of her of his parents like uh forcing experiments on him (laughs) and stuff like that and it's like you know Villains who are just evil because I'm a bad guy and I'm villain and I'm evil and watch me do evil shit is fine and dandy for it only works for one person these days. Yeah. And and look, it's like it's fine for like bowling over your villain, like a one and done villain. But if you're going to have a villain that's sticking around for a while, you need to give them more than that one dimension. Why Kilgrave is working as a villain, why uh, the Kingpin and Daredevil worked as a villain is because they have shreds of humanity in them. Like, you know, they're flawed and they're wrong, but you can see how in their mind they think they're right. That sort of thing. And that, that makes the villains more attractive. Like it, it, you don't necessarily want to cheer for them, but you're more vested in the story. And I'm just not going to give that many shits about Damien dark. If he's just like, Hey, I'm evil. I'm the bad guy. And it's like, okay, well I'll just wait for Oliver to defeat you and we'll move on to the next bad guy. Um, and that's not what I wanted. Like, I felt like they were building something with, uh, Damien Dark. Like I remember at first I'm like, okay, well, we'll see where this goes. And then I started liking him more and more gradually as the season was going on. And then in this episode, he's just like, I'm evil. Watch me do something. I'm evil. I have a family though. And he just says it. He's just, I mean, it's not even implied. He just goes, bad guy. Remember? Like he's got two thumbs and is evil. Because I kind of, I mean, you know, like, before that all happens, you know, you're kind of seeing, like, he's kind of under distress. Like, he's mm-hmm. got, in a way, you know, shareholders he needs to answer to. Okay, yes. So, you know, Being he's got... Shareholders. Yeah, it's like Spectre. You know, he's got he's got people to answer to, uh, which was kind of nice. You know, you, you're seeing where, you know, he's got to get this train a rolling, but then it's just like, I'm the bad guy. 
I'm hoping the League of Evil shareholders are all like Exxon Mobil, like board members and shit like that. They're all it's oil Bilderberg. Companies. Yeah, they're the all. Hive is just Bilderberg. <laughs> they're all just uh, oil executives and shit. Um, we need to get uh, they need to get like uh, Steve Ballmer on there or something. Like he's in this. Uh, just get a well. I mean, he's probably more liberal. I guess I don't know. Uh, maybe he doesn't want to destroy the world. Uh, he's just too busy going to Clipper games. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so it was like it's an episode that had its moments uh there weren't there weren't a ton of them it had things that should have worked better than they did uh and for me it had a few moments that felt completely flat so i don't know i'm i'm giving this one uh like a three and a half i guess it's a very i teetered between three and a quarter and three and a half and i'm like eh like if you watch it in a bottle, it's a three and a half because if you don't know anything about Oliver and yeah. Felicity's story, it works good. But um, so I gave it a three and a half. How, how about you, sir? Yeah, I'm right around there. Like you said, as, as an episode itself, yeah, it was it was okay. Um, but as like you said, they they kind of went sideways with Damian Dark, and it didn't really make any sense. Like it's fine if he's like I'm like. And so if his reason was, why are you going to kill him? Like, you know, instead of, oh, I, now I'll control you because then, you know, you won't have anything to fight for or whatever. Like, oh, no, I'm just going to kill him because you are just being a pain in my ass. Like that. I would have been more OK with that. It's just like, yeah, no, I'm going to kill him because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Like that would have been more acceptable. I mean, because his reason was dumb. Like that's not like that reason never works. It's always like. If you take away all the things he loves, then he has nothing left to lose. You've created a you've created a worse problem for yourself. And I thought Oliver was pretty good in that scene. Agreed. I'm yes. really like it's like yeah they're they're all gonna die in there. But uh, no, okay. Again, even if it was like why are you gonna kill them all? If he just would have like gone up into his face and just like because I'm evil, that's why. Like even that would have if that's how they delivered I'm the bad guy line then I would have been more okay with that. But when you give that reason, and then it's just like, oh, I'm just a bad guy. Or even if he's just like, uh, because I'm not a very good person, Oliver. Like, yeah. you know, if he's, you know, something a, something a little less over the top. I mean, he like did the two I'm the, guy, I'm the guy who sent a drone to attack people On volunteering. Yeah. Making, cleaning up, tra- yeah, because of algae. There's some sort of algae that they're growing that does shit for something. I don't know. Um... Yeah, it's. But can we talk about John Barrowman in that getup? Oh, in the Halloween <laughs> costume. Yes. Uh, one thing's for certain. I don't know how anybody can wear that costume and not just be recognized. Like, it's clearly John Barrowman in that costume. Like, yeah, didn't you could see those lips? How he? Yeah, how he did not recognize. <laughs> uh, how he did not recognize uh, Rachel Ghoul or. Uh, Malcolm Merlin or whatever in the I do like that he does See, have he, that. that's the other thing is like if he's Rachel Ghoul's enemy the old one yeah. then like why wouldn't he be mentioning anything about I mean he may have and I just forgotten like bringing up the fact like oh yeah you killed my old nemesis like thank you yeah we're buds <laughs> you know, what can I do for you uh uh, I do like that one scene with Barrowman, by the way, where he shows it because Oliver has been trying to find this guy this whole fucking time. And then Barrowman just comes in with a, uh, one of their secret, uh, you know, code locked phones or whatever the fuck. And he's like, here, I found him for you. And he's like, what? How, how the fuck do you do that? And he just goes, I'm Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> it was almost like the I'm Batman. Uh, yeah. uh, or the and he's like, oh, I'm glad you're in your bondage gear. <laughs> oh, yes. He said to Laurel. <laughs> 
glad you're in your S and M shit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, good. You put on your bondage gear. <laughs> that was pretty great. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely a strong three and a half. Thanks to John Behrman. Yeah, there was a there was a couple of there was a couple of good moments for sure. Um, all right, well, that locks up the Flash and the Arrow for the remainder of 2015. Uh, when Glenn and I return, however, it, yeah, <laughs> it will be uh, a true living up to the new title of this podcast, <laughs> as we will endeavor to discuss not only the Flash and the Arrow, but a third show on this podcast. We're gonna, which means we may in fact shorten the reviews of all of the shows. Uh, so you will get uh, the same um, the you'll get slightly more content in the same amount of time, yet somehow still slightly less content. I'm not sure how we'll work it. Uh, I can't see us talking for like an hour about these shows. Uh, every no, when Better Call Saul comes back, I'm sure we will. Oh yes, I'm especially sure. if there's a Mike episode. <laughs> Which there better fucking be. Uh, so uh, Glenn and I will return sometime in late January. Uh, talking season two, episode 10 of The Flash. Untitled Flash episode. Uh, season four, episode 10 of Arrow. Blood Debts. And uh, season one, episode one of Legends of Tomorrow. Presumably called Pilot. Pilot.